What up? Yo, what's up, Coonder? What are you doing? The man just kicking it with my kids, man. How are they? Good, man. Doing this online school thing. It's not too bad, actually. For, like, like, you guys are full-time online? Like, there's no question? <laughs> just for the first two weeks. So, like, yeah. So, they started last Thursday. Thursday and Friday was their last, you know, the first two days. So, yeah, we had to, like, fill out these forms on before August 6th to, like, tell them if we're going to send our kids back, like, September 7th or 8th, whichever one of those two days is, like, the day it'll go back. So, yeah, I, they're trying to just get a head count to what to expect. So, yeah, my kids are going back, man. <laughs> they're going back to school, man. They uh, yeah, No, we put all three of ours back in. I think they need it. Yeah. Dude, my kids need it, bro. Like, and it's not their fault, dude. And and you know what? That, I'm telling you, I've learned so much patience. It's yeah. like you know, as a I'm their mom and their dad right now, right? I'm, I'm I've got them all the time, most of the time, I'll say. Yeah. And it's like I freak out about stuff, dude. I'm just like, man, you know, that's my biggest fear is being a bad dad. But it's like, nah, it's just this time, dude. We're just cooped up, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, so it's so it's good, man. I mean, they it's like it's a lot more structured last year. It was a disaster, which I mean, what do you expect? But there was so many like apps and websites and all the stuff you had to go through to, I didn't even know, man. It was, it was very hard to navigate really. And to, to know what was due and all that this year, like they have like a, a zoom schedule, like we're doing now, man. And it's, so they have work to do. We were very, very fortunate, like in that regard, because Utah is like chronically overcrowded with fucking, schools anyways because these motherfuckers have like just a bajillion kids so and it, so like in this particular area like saratoga springs where i'm at in utah county they were building like a new middle school so like a shitload of these kids were already online anyways so like yeah. the sort of the infrastructure was there then they just wound up sending like all these other fucking kids like into it you know what i mean so um we didn't have to like <coughs> I might have the vid right now, man, but we didn't, we didn't have to fucking really do much, bro. Like it just was, the vid. it was like easy for us, you know? Um, yeah. So, I mean, well, I mean, Lori, Lori spent a lot of time like making sure, you know, step by step, like the kids were good and everything, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it, dude. I, like if it, the numbers were like less than 99%, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's dude, it's, Especially with my kids. I'm not saying my kids are healthy, but they have pretty good genetics, man. Me and, you know, men are both jarheads, like vaccinated. And like, I feel like, knock on wood, man, they've never had like really, really any like health issues. Well, like, bro, they're just like not at risk, man. Like, like, yeah. You know, and I hate to say cocky like that, but you know, I'm not trying to sound arrogant to like invite it, but yeah, they're just not at risk. I'm just saying, like, most kids aren't at risk. Like, very, very few kids have had it. And when they do, they usually successfully get through it. So it's kind of, yeah, this plays into the whole fucking like outrage culture and shit, dude. Like, these little things that come along, everybody just loses their goddamn minds about. And it's like, like, bro, like, uh, do we have a fucking vaccine for the flu and people still fucking die of the flu? Like, what the fuck are we really doing here? You know, like, I don't know, man. I don't get it. It's it's hard yeah. not. To give, it's hard like not to give a fuck about this because like it's it's literally taken over our entire lives. You know, it has. No, it really has, dude. I went to H. We don't know what HEB is. Well, you probably know what HEB is. It's like a grocery store, man. Okay. They, don't, they have them in Texas, but that's more than a grocery store, man. These people out there that Texas people, they're shaking their heads. It's HEB's HEB, man. Okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I forgot my mask, man. I drove and I was just like, what? 
And I didn't even realize that. So I went back to my house, which is like, you know, 10 minute drive, whatever, but it's just still the fact, right? So I go home and get my mask. You go back to H-E-B to get groceries. You know, it's a grocery store. So H-E-B plus though. So it's big, dude. Like you can buy a Yeti cooler in there, bro. <laughs> like okay, so it's you like- can buy like a thousand dollar barbecue pit, bro. Like those big wood smokers, man. Like a mesquite smoker, like a couple thousand dollar barbecue pit. You can buy in there, man. It's like a, it's like a grocery store for adults, man. It's yeah, it's a like uh, top shop. Like you can get, you know. Yeah, man. You can't. Like I don't go to Walmart, right? I go to HEB. Okay, that's definitely a Texas thing, then. Yeah. yeah, I dig it though. I wish we had something like that. So anyway, I walk in and yeah, sure shit. There's a guy sitting there, bro, at the entrance yeah. giving out masks. Yeah. yeah, so I wasted my trip, man. But it was, it made me feel better, I guess. But yeah, it's taken over, man. I mean, my kids. It's crazy though. Like they're, it's like they're adapting so well. Like they're kids are resilient, bro. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude, they're just going with the flow, right? Like, you know, they're just, they just are. They're like, okay, like tomorrow. I, so tomorrow we got to go pick up some uh, info packets or something like that. Yeah. I got to be there between seven and nine. And like the teachers will be out there in the school. Like, so they get to finally meet their teachers, man. Everything right now has just been uh, just online, dude. They've, yeah. They haven't met them, you know, face to face. So yeah, tomorrow we're going to go uh, pick up their school packets. We'll do a little drive through, if you will, right and dirty. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get to meet their teachers. It's 19 hours. Sorry, man. My computer always does that. Yeah. <laughs> I though, it makes me feel a certain type of way when I drop my son off for school and he's like masked up. You know what I mean? Like it kind of bugs me. I'm not going to lie. Like it's just not something I ever thought I'd have to do. I do. I get it. I get like, it. Man. I want him to be in school. Like there's so much more. I just, I'm a, I just try to weigh everything out, dude. There's like, he's in a Chinese immersion program. Like that's just not something we can do for him at home. Like, it's impossible. You know, like I don't fucking speak Mandarin, bro. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, there's nothing we can do for him. And for him to lose that would be, I mean, devastating yeah. in my opinion. And suck. the social skills, man, alone, I think. Oh, see, I mean, I'm not saying you have three, but you know how it is. You don't have a boy and a girl, uh, yeah. eight, eight and 10 year old, eight year old girl, 10 year old boy. And then my daughter turns 18 next month, Madison. Yeah, so does. there's like, that's, you know, the, you're, you know, your son and your daughter aren't like, totally gonna hang like all the time i'm sure they're cool with each other but it's it's, it's not- dude no i hear i hear get out of my room yeah. you know they're at that at that point dude where oh it wears me out when they scream at each other but they need friends like you know outside. they do and see they have a next door neighbor um we got blessed with my next door neighbors man their son and my son are in the same grade they were actually in the same class last year nice. so i uh, yeah, so it was it was perfect, man. Um, so they play like they do sleepovers, and he comes over, man. But yeah, it's it's definitely weird, man. It's a different time. It's a different it's time, like, man. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Like I remember, like when the swine hit and shit. Like I was in Iraq when the swine hit, so like I had no. Knowledge. What year was that? Like oh nine. And so, like, I remember yelling at my wife, like from Iraq, like because I bought plane tickets for her, and Kai was a baby to go to the states and she's like yeah we can't go to the states there's a swine flu i'm like don't eat the fucking pork what are you talking about like you know i wasn't watching news and shit like i could have accessed the news but like i just i've said it i've mentioned it on here before like i I was just like i don't remember even then like dude like millions and millions and millions of people got the swine flu and like it still wasn't that big a deal like i think travel travel halted but it wasn't like mando people just didn't travel because they were a little scared you know did we have to get vaccinations for that 
No, bro. It's like, uh, like it was just a like, dude. So at 09, I was at the schoolhouse already, man. Like uh, maybe that's why I don't remember because life was such a blur there, bro. Yeah. Such a. I I don't know that they ever came out with like a swine strain, you know, because because okay. there's been swine flus before. Like the Spanish flu was a swine flu, if I, if I've done my research correct. I mean, you know, these COVID fucking things have been around forever, dude. Coronavirus has been around forever. It's not a new thing. You know, there's just new little. Dude, of it. That's. Yeah, I get that, man. I again, man. I I am oblivious to how that stuff works, man. You know, I can still break apart a fifty cal like it's nobody's business. Oh, I get it. Yeah, but, but when it comes to that stuff, like I, you could tell me anything, man. I, I'm not saying I believe it, but if it sounds believable, bro, like you know what I mean, like. Well, dude, breaking it's 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 mask ain't gonna save your life, bro. <laughs> Sorry, it's not. It's optics. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just optics, it, man. I don't know, dude. I, I mean, whatever, man. I mean, here's the thing. If I have to wear a mask so you can keep your fucking business open, I'm going to do that for you. You know, if I have, you know, I'm the same way, man. Cause when I go into places and you can see the look on their faces, like they don't want to get shut down, man. It's, so it's a good, and I tell my well, people have the balls to come in and spend a little money, man. Like at this point, yeah. you know, I know like some of, some of these guys around here in Utah that I'm, I don't want to say close with, but I, like, I know them, I talk to them, I watch them, you know, our daughters play golf or their businesses and stuff. And like, they're pretty anti-mask. Like if you go in their business, their employees are wearing masks and that's literally the only way that they can stay open. That's the only way they can do business. So like, I'm good with it. Whatever, man. Like I don't want to so up. It's annoying, but whatever. I was just in New Mexico this past weekend and they're like hardcore masks there, man. Well, they got, I think they hung out for a while with like nothing and then got slammed. Like all of a sudden, and it could yeah. be because of their demographics, but I mean, I don't necessarily have to go there, but. Texas, it could be Texas and Florida. If you look at some of these states, like they say, like uh, Latin folks are more prone to it, man. Like, I don't want to be a dick, but that's, that's some of the research, like something in the uh, Latin blood lines. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. You're not going to offend me, man. Well, I mean, I don't know who I'm going to offend. <laughs> no, I, don't I get it. Saying, no. like, it's, uh, black people and Hispanics apparently get COVID more than other fucking people. It sucks, but it's. Well, yeah, that is. I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what. Hard. So I was just in Vegas. They were nuts, dude. Like, fuck around and not have a mask on. People look at you all sideways and shit. So yeah, my buddy's in Denver right now. He said the same thing. He was outside. So you, New Mexico. If you're in a public place, and Colorado's the same way. I've been to those two states the past, you know, few months. They're both the same way. They're it's required in a public place, even if you're like walking in the park, bro. You're required. So we went to the Vietnam Memorial. Well, obviously, nobody had their fucking masks on. There's a bunch of jarheads there. It was cool, man. There was a. Uh, so we went to an angel fall in New, uh, New Mexico, man. There's a Vietnam Memorial there. Pretty cool story. This, uh, the, this doctor that had it done, his son, his son died in Vietnam. Mm. Anyway, he got this big, nice memorial built for him, man. It's really, really awesome. He's buried there. It's a really cool, it's a really cool story, man. But anyway, so there was a, uh, the Marine Corps motorcycle club was up there. Like, bro, like every year they do some kind of a thing. And this year it was, Angel Fire, man. And so they were up there constructing this huge bell, dude. They were going to engrave all these names on and stuff like this. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Like, just to see those dudes, like, still after all these years of service, dude. Like, they all had on their, their red shirts, dude, and, like, their hats, all big ponytails. It just, just you know, just it's just like it was. It was funny, dude. Like, we were all walking, and we had a couple of Army guys with us, too, and a Navy guy. And he was a Navy doc, man. So you know who um, Jacob Schick is from Kill 22? No. 
Okay. Well, he's an amputee guy. Anyway, this guy's their doc. He was their doc that was with them, man, in okay. Fallujah. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. So we hear we hear one guy yell, "Hey, give me five Marines!" Like we all look like what? Like <laughs> expecting to see like a working party of jarhead, like some ninjas pop out somewhere, right? Yeah. And it was just like they were talking to each other still like that. It was. It was hilarious, man, because dudes like started running over like full-grown dudes with beers and shit. Like, yeah, dude, five or eight. Yeah. Like, you don't forget that though. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, just, you just like you might not immediately respond anymore, but you're gonna jump. I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> you're gonna jump. Yeah, dude. You know? It took funny. us all back, dude. We all started laughing, man. That's funny. Your ass is gonna jump, dude. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, you know, you were like, oh shit, like. You know, yeah, I like. I looked at me like they were looking at me, like I was like, "Oh, they're looking for me to get like get into this working party or what?" Like I ain't trying to get all up in that. Yeah, like where's the fucking first sergeant at, dude? Fuck! Like remember Thomas used to get our fucking asses with that shit. Oh man, yeah, hated that shit. Oh, dude, yeah. So New Mexico though, man, huh? Pretty heavy on the mass. Like I don't know, Vegas was the same way, bro. Like you had to even on the strip, dude. In in daytime, when not many people are out on the strip because it's fucking 105 degrees out, still had to have a fucking mask on. It was dude. All right, so I was, act, I was actually this. nauseous. Like it, it actually made me nauseous. Like you can breathe fine and all that shit. I don't care what people say, but um, like you could wear, you could get through it, no problem. But it, it'll make you not feel good. Legit, it'll make you not feel good. Yeah, so we're in New Mexico. We just went fly fishing with uh, the North Texas Patriot Anglers. This guy, uh, huh. dude, Gunny uh, Lou Duckwall, man. He's a he was a uh, Desert Storm guy, got wounded, wounded guy, scout sniper, bro. Yeah, not many of those. I mean, lots of Desert Storm guys, but not many that actually like wounded like, man. Yeah, in, yeah, like the, I mean, he's got a he's got a story, man. I'm gonna send you his. Uh, I'm gonna send you his his uh, YouTube video, man. Yeah, I don't know if he'll do a show, man. He's kind of he's a very humble guy, like he's. He's one of that those you know he doesn't say much, but when he says something, you know, I mean, he jokes around. So I'm not. Yeah, I just don't know if he'd be up. Guess, but I'll honestly, dude, he, I'll send you his video though, man. He's uh, he's got a crazy story, good story. So he's helping veterans out, man. So yeah, I, got, I had the pleasure of uh, spending this last four days, this last weekend with him, man, with some other uh, guys and gals. Um, yeah, they put us up at Angel Fire. I don't know if you've ever been up in that area. It's up in the Taos area, Taos, New Mexico. So I see you go to Taos a lot. I'm going to have to check this place out. Bro, it's so beautiful, man. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know if you saw the picture of, of the American flag with the mountains in the background. So that's Wheeler Peak, man. That's the tallest mountain in New Mexico. I've been up there three times, two yeah. times. Well, three times, but I've only made the summit twice. Yeah, man, it's, we need to go, man. We, we really do. It's, it's, a, it's a lung burner, but it's definitely doable, dude. It's, it's a beautiful scenery. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good time, but. So yeah, he's he's got a there's a, a ski resort right there in Angel Fire. It's, it's a you know obviously in the wintertime it's a lot more active than it is you know during right now. Yeah. So right now it's you know it's fly fishing time and you know the the summer kind of sports going on. So yeah, he's got a good relationship down there. He's got a house, very nice house up there, man. And you know put on a very nice program. Um, the Warriors keep put up some people to go as alumni that that went to this. And, uh, yeah, man, they, they got us some guides. So these guides had to have their masks on. That's what I was going to tell you. Like, that's how, like, so, yeah, it's a big deal there. Even like, yeah, fuck that. Dude. When we were outside fly fishing next to each other and it wasn't them. It was the same thing, man. I mean, these guides were like, dude, like the owner, which 
and I get his thing too, dude. They get shut down or, you know, they get, well, yeah, whatever. there's like liability issues and shit, dude. I get it, man. It's like, no, yeah, dude, you can't like, and you know, here's so they were just being like overly about it, dude, but I get it, dude. Again, I ain't mad at him. I'm not about wearing a mask, bro, but I'm not about a thousand dollar motherfucking ticket on the Las Vegas strip yeah. either, you know, cause they'll cut you a ticket and shit. Like, it's like, I'm, this ain't my town, bro. Like I ain't trying to get into it with nobody you know, when you yeah. don't really know the f- type of folks you're around and shit. Like, yeah. And these dudes are just doing their job, man. So it's not like, you know, like, I mean, in California, I, dude, they're legit like yoking bitches up and like cuffing them and taking them to jail for not wearing masks. All that. Where did I see that at, man? It was at a gym or a gym parking lot or something like that. Did you see oh, that? On- yeah, dude. Like, it's like this, there's a particular gym in New Jersey. I think that's making tons and tons of noise. Like they keep trying to open up and they keep fucking fucking with them. So they just moved all their shit out into the parking lot. Yeah. And- I saw that dude. <laughs> I was like, like, like what a fucking, you know, what a great epic move, man. But then they still came and fucked with them. Yeah. I saw that, man. Yeah. Dude, people are just trying to make a living, dude. Like people are just trying to go about their lives, man. It's not like they're like, like they're trying to work out, dude, to feel better. It's not like they're out there like ripping up the streets, dude. Like, why aren't they rip? You know, I don't know, man. Again, well, they're not protesting. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you know, that's the hard it, part about the whole thing. Is like, obviously, like if people are gonna protest, there isn't a whole lot of shit. There's not much you can do about it. Like, when they come in droves, bro. Like, you're kind of it is what it is, right? Like, like a lot of people are gonna come, and there there ain't shit you can do about it. The problem is, like, everybody seems to just be totally okay with that. And then, like, when people are trying to fucking you know, just earn, earn their, you know, living through their business. Like people are being stupid. It's like, you know, the, the backwards fucking kind of shit we're going through right now is just, it's awkward as fuck, dude. It's just not okay. You know? (sighs) Dude, I know, man. I mean, it's like, how does it even get better? I feel like it's, well, November 4th is going to be pretty telling. I mean, you know, like, I mean, I mean, so you're a politics guy, but come on, man. Like it's not hard to see, you know, um, it's pretty obvious. Like both sides are playing with each other with all this, you know? And then there's just, the, we're just like the fucking, the American people are just like kids in a fucking, well, I can say it because I was one of them, but kids in the middle of a divorce. And you probably know what I'm talking about, you know, where everybody's like, they're, yeah, you got to pick a side. Yeah, bro. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it sucks, dude. Like that's kind of where we're at. Like mom and dad are fighting and we're in the middle trying to fucking figure it out. You know, it's fucking ridiculous. Like I hated that shit growing up. I hate it now as a fucking grown ass man trying to raise my family. Fucking stupid. I don't know, dude. I don't fucking, I I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, (sighs) whatever. I don't know. What do you got? Wow. This is awkward. (laughs) No, nothing, man. No, it's it's a yeah. No, it's not awkward. Yeah, it's crazy, man. To, to think, you know, ten years ago that you wouldn't think that. Uh, I'm looking at my computer battery. Guess what the percentage is right now? I don't know. It said 19 hours a second ago. I don't know what that means. The battery percentage. 19 hours is seven o'clock, man. Oh, that was the time that it said. Yeah. Well, if you're bringing a number to my attention, it's something 22. I'm sure. Yeah, the battery. It was just 22, 22%. It's crazy how that fucking is, is always on your mind, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 again, dude, I was just, I went to look at it because I didn't want it to die on us because my cords have been acting up. Yeah. And I really just went to look at it and boom, it was. Something you think about and you're, you know, and you're passionate about, like stopping that, you're always going to see it. You're going to see it everywhere, you know? So 37 is my other number, man. So I always, uh, and so I thought about that, right? So 
out of all these times, and me and Mark Sanderson, you know, you you meet, you spend a lot of time together, yeah. like on the road, right? <laughs> on the side of a mountain to talk about this stuff, and that's what we both said. But it's like, no, man, it's it's just so repetitive, and it's everywhere. Like, like when I look at the time, it's always it's always twenty two, man. Like it really is. I'll check my phone. I don't know. I, I know I, I annoy my friends with it because they're not as passionate as I am about it. And I get it, man. And I don't expect them to be like, oh, bro. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I don't. Ex- I like it. I like, like, you send me stuff all the time and, like, yeah. it, it matters, man. Like, you know, it's nice to be reminded. I think you see it in a different way because it hits so close to home for you. But, um, yeah. Obviously, like, I'm, you know, in my small way trying to fight that fight too, you know, like wanting to help people and, try to find ways to keep people from falling into that, you know? So I like it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it's far more personal for some than others, but yeah, I remember after nine 11, I used to see nine um, 11 a lot, like mostly in the yeah. times, like for whatever reason you would always sort of gravitate towards that time on the clock, you know? It, yeah. It, 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 may, I, maybe that's what it is. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. I, and I agree with the nine 11 thing. Like, I feel like right after that, it was just like, it was almost like a stab, right? Yeah, dude, it's just such a significant thing, you know, that obviously, again, not, I mean, were we passionate about 9-11? No, but we were passionate about, you know, um, what we were going to do, you know, after that, right? And now we have this new fight, you know, with 22 veterans, you know, kind of thing. So, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think enough is being said about it, dude, to be honest, like... I don't either, man. I don't know why either. And that's that's why I mean I mean you gotta start small. So that's why I was asking you if you knew who that Jacob Schick was, that guy. He's uh you can look up twenty two kill, they're a foundation. Uh amputee. I believe they fought in Ramadi and Fallujah. Like like those guys. I know those cities, but I don't know them like you guys do, you know. Yeah. Things were very different when I was there. Yeah. I think he's got a this guy up for you man let me do the joe rogan thing <laughs> yeah, man, you know what i think is crazy too is like in, in our circles right like so you're you're doing the therapeutic recreation group like you started a nonprofit, and then like i'm i'm an aspiring type of cat like trying to help vets so like we follow these type of things so to me and you it might seem like there's a ton of people like trying to do this shit and trying to help in some way but like yeah. as a whole i don't think that's the case bro like um it's our you think it's so undermanned right now? I think there's a, probably a lot of outlets for people to find, but n- no one, like, they're not, there's not enough, like, I see fucking, you know, those dumbest commercials on TV, but I don't ever see, like, you know, a Warrior's Keep commercial. Like, we, you know, not all these groups can afford to market, like, fucking Wounded Warrior Project and shit. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I know they have a history, but they're well-funded and and, you know, well taken yeah. care of in that regard so i mean not everybody can do that kind of shit you know mvp like you know what mvp is have you heard of that no it's like jay glazier i think you know he's you know, i know he is yeah, so he's a fox guy but him and uh him and the texas longhorn kid he's a ranger but he played he like long snap for the fucking seahawks for 10 minutes yeah i met him oh um, his name he seems like a great dude nate boyer yeah so they started MVP. So you, do you know who nate you know who he is you know who else you know what else that guy's significant of well, he's a ranger. I mean, he's been in, he's active. He was, so he's the one when people refer to the army ranger that told Kaepernick. Yeah, it's okay to, yeah he was the guy. Okay. Yeah. I, I just wanted to, I didn't know if, 
He thought Nate Boyer apparently thought it would be less disrespectful to take a knee than to sit on his ass, which when in that context, when someone explains it in that regard, yeah. it actually makes sense. But no one's but ever they, looked back to, to see that context, you know? I would much rather see Cap take a knee than sit on his fucking lazy ass, you know? I, I a thousand percent. <laughs> if you're going to protest, protest, bro. Uh, who the fuck, you know, last time I checked, that's what we fought for. Like, I've been, I've been semi-passionate about some of this before because I don't give a fuck what Kaepernick, you know, does. I really don't care, and I never have. Yeah. But, yeah, don't be – don't – you know, there's a uh, – you can respectfully protest. And taking a knee is far better. The first time he just didn't stand, he was throwing a tantrum and sat on his fucking ass. You know, and that's when Boyer, like, reached out to him and was like, bro, like, take a knee, you know? Yeah. And they make it sound like he says, hey, take a knee. Like, he's condoning it. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, I, yeah. So, yeah, they have the, the Ranger up. So, yeah, I went to – last year I went to the Vettis, man, last December or January. Yeah, I, saw that. I remember seeing that. Yeah, I got to meet all those guys or see all those guys. I got to meet, uh, you know, Kristen Beckis. Is she the seal? Yeah. Or they? He, she? yeah. He's, he's a, she. Transition, yeah, right? She's fully transitioned, though, or no? No. no? Well, yeah. not when I met him. Not when I met her. She she still had a. She's a, apparently a badass human, though, from what I understand. No, dude, like, she's either cool, way she's cool as fuck, man. Uh, she's cool as fuck, man. Like, she is, but it's crazy. Like, you try to start talking to her. Like, she's so intriguing and interesting to talk to. Like, it's only natural to start talking to her about military stuff, but obviously because of OPSEC, like she can't talk about shits, right? So it's like almost everything she answers is, oh, you know, bro, I got these TBIs and I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm sorry. Like I know that's programmed in your head to be like, shut the fuck up and don't ask me that again. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, I, like I asked her if she knew another SEAL person that I've, I've, I've met and that's the first thing, boom. Um, you know, I got a TBI. I'm like, all right, you know, that puts you in a place with that person that's classified or whatever. At least that's how I took it. But yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. also, I mean, she's, I don't, I don't imagine um, she has the greatest reputation in the SEAL community. I've never heard any of them come out. I've read a little bit about her, but I've never heard anyone come out and say anything about her service. I, I, as I understand her service was exemplary, but you know, I would imagine it's weird. It's not a normal, you know, it's not normal in that community. I don't want to say it's not normal. It's in that community. That's very rare. Let me say that. Well, so yeah, I, I follow her on Instagram and she, uh, like, yeah, she gets kicked out of places by seals. Like she told me like she gets death threats, man. It's fucked up. I mean, I'm I'm so I don't care what, what you, I mean, that's what I told her too, man. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I mean, obviously she was came to our, our Airbnb, man. Like when the Warriors keep, like we invited her over. Like, you know, obviously she understood that we didn't give a fuck. Like, we don't care. Well, I just wonder, like, what about her current situation and her current status and sort of state of being? Has it, what is that? How, why does that change anything she's done in the past? That's, that's the part I don't understand. Like, it seems like people, people hold that kind of shit against people. It's like, fuck that, man. Like, I agree. And that's awkward. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it is. It's weird to look at somebody and judge them it's not like she's running around fucking trash and seals and shit and talking about talking shit i've never ever heard her associated with that before (coughs) yeah i don't know man i don't understand why people treat each other that way i think it's ridiculous like um it's just like who gives a fuck man i I got a lot of fuck to give and that ain't one of them you know like i'm just saying it's like i'd rather give a fuck about something i can try to make an impact on i can't make an impact on what 
Kristen Beck's got rocking between her legs, bro. Can't do it. You know, like, no, yeah, no, I mean, no power there. <laughs> like, yeah. Zero. So fuck it. Like, I don't know. Man. It's weird, dude. I, I mean, the, the shit, the, um, the weird fights that people want to take up as like their own is super strange. Like think of, you know, the seals that go out of their way to like do bad shit to other seals. Like think like that in that case, like think about if they would just like put their fucking energy somewhere that mattered, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, they actually do some positive shit, dude. Like, I don't know. Man. It drives me nuts, dude. So I, uh, like, did you see my birthday thing on Facebook today? Yeah, dude, it's taken off, and I'm super happy for you. Dude, man, I was so nervous, dude. I really was. Like, I was borderline, like, as, had some anxiety, like, posting it. Bro, it's like a strange, strange and kind of weird thing, though, isn't it? To ask, because, to, to, like, yeah, built a, you built a, a nonprofit, bro, and that's inherently means that people have to donate to your cause. So you're asking people, like, do you care about what I care about, and are you willing to put, you know, your yeah. Line for it so i get it man i've ran two golf tournaments now dude and like so hard because like you know you want people to come and spend money but at the same time like it's you're like man i'm asking these people for money you know you just wish like you were fucking super wealthy to do it all on your own i would i mean that's how i feel about it a thousand percent man yeah <laughs> I'm just happy that i'm just so happy that like you're more than halfway there bro like you know yeah man yeah I, I, yeah, for sure. And it's good, man. I mean, most of these people, all these people, man, I've had a lot of people reach out to me, dude, that are, that are like wanting to help too. And that's, it's good, man. I know people see it, dude. Like, I mean, obviously like the people where I'm from down South, man, they're hardcore, like veteran, you know, they love the veterans, man. A lot of their dads are non-vets and stuff like that. So it's, I think you'll get it. I think before too long, you'll get to your 5k goal. Yeah, dude, it's almost it's almost there man are you over four yet last i looked you were like around 38 yeah it was like 39 when i just looked at 39.75 right now man that's so good dude so yeah i i wasn't gonna i didn't know when to launch it i didn't want to like prematurely launch it right like i didn't know i'd never done one of these like that before so I didn't know how long it looked. I even Googled it. And it was like, you know, a week before your birthday. Because I saw a thing this morning. Because I've been talking about it. So I even got a little drop down from all my Facebook thing about doing one for my birthday. I was like, bro. Yeah, it's Uncle Fuck was, is totally fucking tracking your ass, bro. Bro. So I, I, <laughs> so I cleared it out, man. So I text PJ, the, the co-founder. And I was like, hey. I was like, I want to launch this today, man. Like, I just got a thing for it. It'll launch it for two weeks until september and so what i want to do in september man september is national suicide awareness month bro there you go boom so what i want to try to do what i'm going to do i i because I, dude i feel like this is doing pretty good i think i'll get 5k here pretty shortly and so those people that didn't get a chance to donate there i'm going to give them an opportunity to do it in september yeah i'm going to start a fundraiser um every every dollar that's donated a mile is going to get ridden by a veteran man oh nice so yeah, you're gonna be part of that. So I'm, I'm gonna ride, be ride. I'll 100 ride miles for you, bro. 100. There we go, man. So yeah, I mean, I obviously I can't ride them all. Dudes are throwing down like 500, dude. Like that'll take me like that'll take me a couple of weeks to do like 500. But I know I can dish them out, man. I've got friends up in New York, man. That Mike um, Buckley rides like 100 mile. Man, he's 60 years old, bro, and does 100 miles. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I have friends, so I, I am going to ask uh, people to do that, man, if yeah, you wouldn't mind. 100%. I'll ride them over. I don't what Are you looking to get it all done in one day or ride over time? I Well, I again, I mean, it's going to be sporadic. Yeah. So I think, I don't know that I haven't worked those details out yet, but I'm going to start as soon as I start getting money. Boom. I'm just going to start dishing out miles and just see I'll, how it goes. If, I'll ride whatever you task me with. I will just Okay. And again, I, I mean – it'll be manageable something a day again it'll probably be i'll probably be a day behind you know like i'll wait till a certain time to get those miles and i've got dude for vets like big, me that need to like get back after it and get in shape and like you know that's a great way to dude get, and so that's what I, how i'm gonna advertise this it's like dude it's i'm gonna it's gonna and i'm gonna make a video i think i it's gonna be like my first i hate doing videos man i don't know why but well, the thing is you're good at them though i remember like <sighs> Um, yeah, I know, man. People ask me that all the time, but I, I don't know. I, I'm self self conscious about that, man. I yeah, like I, I always tell you, dude. I always feel like I, I suck at the before and the after, dude. But like during chaos, dude, I'm 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 good. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of those before and after things. I just, if I had somebody to know what the hell they were doing, I and I, well, I'm looking for that, and that's what part of this fundraising is. Is I've got a lady that um, you should look up the Austin Angels, man. They're a nonprofit here in Austin. Yeah, well. Uh, one of my really, really good friends, she's the CEO of it. They they house foster care kids. I've talked to you about it before, I think. Uh, Susan Ramirez. So, yeah, I've got her. Um, anyway, they're going to help me out. Not yeah. her, but the people who do her stuff. <clears throat> yeah, dude. They, they, know, they know what the hell they're doing. So, yeah. What? So, like, how far, I mean, how far out are you maybe getting something done, do you think? Like your first event or whatever? Well, I already my first event. I'm gonna have two events in in December. It's looking like already. I've got um, a duck hunt. You should look up the Legends Cove. Uh, these guys, the Ivy Brothers, on the ground, dude. They got a pretty strong Instagram game. <laughs> um, so anyway, they have a uh, the Legends Cove Duck Camp is in Arkansas. It's I, I don't remember the name of the the river or it's I think it's on the Mississippi River, but it's a uh, there's a lake that's back there. I don't remember the name of the lake. Duck hunting in the in the country though, isn't it? Down through there, like Arkansas and Louisiana and some of those places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there last year. Yeah, I, I don't. I was there last year. They took oh, us duck hunting and goose hunting. What's yeah. that? I saw the. I remember seeing some of your pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So it's these same guys, man. They invited us to come back. So we're gonna uh, take probably six guys out and uh, take them out to go duck hunting, man. That's awesome. It's a good time. Yeah, we'll feed them and uh, show them a great time, man. Those guys. They like to have a good time, man. They have an airboat, man. They're like, uh, dude, they have this huge, like, uh, it's like, think about those government vans that we had, right? Yeah. But it, they put a diesel in it, bro. But it's like the 18 passenger, like, style, like the big pickle bus style. It's sick, dude. I love that thing. They put like 38s on it. They let me drive it, dude. It's, it's pretty sick, man. So, yeah, they have like a, they, they do a trucking and they have like a rim thing. Uh, JTX Forged is their, their rim company. I have one of their hats right here. They're uh, yeah. yeah, check them out, man. So yeah, they're 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 going to be our first event, uh, the the beginning of December, and then a guy I grew up with, Peeler, the Peeler Ranch. I think I've told you about him before. His his uncle, great uncle, is credited with saving the Longhorn species, man. Nice. It was, was going to go extinct, but uh, yeah, he he saved it. He's credited with that, man. It's pretty cool. He's like in a, a Cowboy Hall of Fame and all that kind of stuff, dude. <laughs> nice. So so yeah, uh, Mr. Peeler, Paul Peeler, Chris's dad. Uh, we used to go to the Peeler Ranch as kids, man, during the summer and help them burn pear, burn all the, the cactus stuff off, off the pricklies off the cactus so the cows yeah. can eat it. It's so hot, that's the only thing that grows. Oh, no shit. 
Yeah, so it's like a treat for him, man. Yeah. Yeah, you go out there with this huge flamethrower, bro, and <laughs> they call it burning. They call it burning pear, dude. <laughs> yeah, and they come eat it, man. When they come eat it warm, dude, it's it's pretty cool, dude. But yeah, it burns all the prickly off, so they can they have something to eat. It's like a snack for them. Dude, you fucking Texans do shit. Yeah, <laughs> didn't land that. People would never ever get. You know, they'd never understand that shit. Like, yeah, dude, they got kids out. So if you look. We need to follow Chris on. He, he does some cool stuff. He has his son out there, man. His son's probably, I don't know, 12 years old, man. He's out there doing that. It's not something most people would ever even consider. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty cold. So, yeah, man, we'd go out there and do that stuff for him growing up as a kid, man. And, you know, he, so Mr. Peeler was always good to us. Very nice man. Yeah. And then, uh, so, yeah, this past two years, he's allowed us to take some veterans out there and hunt on, man. They have couple thousand acres out there and uh mccullum county it's scott's country out there it's so beautiful bro it's so beautiful out there i mean it's hot but there's no humidity to me it's just it's just like opening up an oven man but there's always like that breeze through the mesquite trees and the fires crackling yeah we'll bring you down there for one of those one time man but uh so we're gonna do that in december too we'll bring some um same thing about six guys and gals out uh we do uh, a deer hunt there we do a hog hunt with mm-hmm. dogs man where we get uh a dog and or some dogs with knives. Not the the dogs don't have knives. We have knives. Yeah, do that. I mean, I'm fascinated by what the dogs are willing to do on those hog hunts. Like, I see Doug Noll. You know our guy Doug. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. Like hogs, bro. Like I, something I really want to do. I need to get down to Texas even just for a couple of days because you can swack hogs all year round, can't you? Year round, man. You don't need a license. They're considered a nuisance, man. Yeah, I just want to go take a hog. <laughs> Yeah, like it's the, yeah, and again, I when I was talking to my son about or my daughter actually, Kendall asked me about this the other day, about you know, I picked up a, a deer mount from actually one of the peeler hunts we just had, and uh, yeah, we were talking about why hogs are not saying they're less important than deer are, but you know they they dig up the plants, you know the deer eat the the fruit and the vegetables that the plants make, right? So they eat that's reoccurring, you know, natural resource, but. Or a reoccurring resource, but the hogs dig dig up, the, yeah, they dig up the plants, and so it's like they eat the plants, so the plants can't produce anything, and it kills everything. So it's like, and you can't kill them fast enough. And I'm not trying to sound. I know it sounds terrible, man. Oh, what like a, a sow can have like 18 piglets and shit, like every fucking couple months, right? Every three months. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane, man. It's it really is. See, I mean, we go out there and it, it does them a solid, man. I mean, we go out there and it, it gets them out from you know, taking food from, but they've got a lot of money in those deer, man. So they, he lets us shoot some management bucks, which are some of these guys, biggest deers. I mean, a lot of them have got a mounted, man. Like I said, I just picked up a Roosevelt mount. Yeah. It's a skull mount for a guy. It's the biggest buck he's ever killed. So it's good, man. They, they let us come out there and they enjoy the company too, man. They enjoy, you know, giving back to these guys and, Enjoy that they enjoy the, the stories, man. You know, hearing from people from all over. You know how it is, man. These guys are intrigued by it, but by, by hearing their stories of what's going on with them and and what they've been through, where all they've been in their lives, and what's brought them to this dude's ranch. You know, so it's it's cool to see that interaction too. Especially when I bring guys like you around. It's like I've known you for so long and Chris for so long. It's it's so cool to, to see you guys interact because I know so much about you, but y'all are like, you know, yep. who's this guy? Right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, so like, I'm, I've got my idea like totally ironed out, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to start a nonprofit in one swing. We're going to focus on golf a lot, like, a lot like what you're doing, but 
I want to try to get guys like equipped and uh, build communities and guys playing golf together and try to take, you know, vets on like some cool exclusive kind of um, golf out type deals. Right. And try to partner with people and, and get them some gear, like fitted gear that keeps them in the game and stuff. You know, I'm just trying to figure out the pathway kind of deal, kind of like, you know, warriors, almost what you do and warriors keep together, like application process type deal, have like some benchmark type stuff. You got to meet, you know, um, yeah. And then just get guys together with, uh, golf pros and, you know, maybe some folks that are a little more, um, therapeutic minded, if you will, you know, like yeah. uh, play golf and talk with these cats, like while we're out walking nine holes or 18 holes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude, I got ran out of the fucking commerce place the other day. Like I went in there and fucking <laughs> had, my, had my little mask on and shit. And they're like, we're not doing anything in person. Like they just, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I'm just trying to start a nonprofit. Like, you're gonna have to call the company. I'm like, well, actually, that's why I'm here to figure out who who do who do I call. Like, you don't have to be rude, you know. Like, who 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 do I call? They're <laughs> like, like, dude, they're just awful. I'm like, what the fuck, man? They probably know you're an asshole, man. I mean, whatever, maybe. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man. I was wearing an infidel shirt that might have upset somebody. I don't know. Probably. I mean, fuck, dude. Who knows what people get offended by these days? But whatever. I'm gonna call. I'm going to call him tomorrow and try to at least get it registered and then just rely on you for the process, man. So hopefully you're ready to answer a lot of questions. Yeah, dude, I I'm down. I mean, obviously it's, yeah, I just did it all, man. It's just a lot of, uh, seems like it's just a lot of, uh, paperwork administrative stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, dude, get this, man. I just found out. So like Utah normally isn't like a wild place, you know? But through like yeah. all these, all these like fucking uh, protests and shit, like <coughs> we, we got straight hunger. We got Hunger Games up with this motherfucker, dude. Like this dude, like really out of his car with a bow and arrow, and was like ready to shoot people, right? So they beat the fuck out of him, and then like flipped his car. But during that, uh, a Salt Lake City police car got flipped, and like there's actually a famous picture of a chick taking a shit on it, like this tipped over, right? So guess who lit the motherfucker on fire, dude? A senior airman from Hill Air Force Base, like active duty Air Force kid, got arrested for fucking lighting a police car on fire during these fucking riots, dude. Like, how sick is that? Like, how I, I, stupid I believe it, dude. How fucking stupid can you be? Uh, and yeah, dude, I don't get violence isn't the answer, man. And I, that's what I tell people, man. Like, there's a lot of responsibility. It, it, for killing somebody, man. Like there goes a lot of responsibility that goes with it, man. It's not just people think it's just, you just kill somebody and it's done, man. It's, there's a lot of responsibility, man. I don't know why these people just want all this violence, dude. It's not going to, yeah. it's not going to solve anything. You can't hear what the hell they're saying. Like it shuts me off, dude. When people just want violence, it's like, talk to me. Like you don't need to scream at me. Just tell me what I, tell me, just tell me what we need to do to, to coexist man like so hold on he was the he was actually the fifth person um charged in lighting it on fire but whatever he was there and he did it how fucking crazy is that what a fucking piece of shit i mean i just dude i I mean what are you thinking about when you're on active duty doing that kind of shit you know like fuck dude like shouldn't you have been at work like (laughs) like may 30th i wonder what fucking day that was like if it wasn't a weekend you know like where was this motherfucker at like why was he not fucking on base like why wasn't some nco like fucking in his ass like like fucking fix this yeah, plane 30th was a saturday 
Oh, okay, so he's probably off any fucking way, but still, like, fuck, bro. And then it makes me think about that fucking, remember the kid you sent me a fucking picture of, the the fucking Lance Criminal that was uh, protesting and shit in the blues. Oh, dude, I... <laughs> like, <sighs> dude, here's the thing. Like, these guys are, you're, dude, you're like, you're totally welcome <sighs> to protest and to, like, you abide by your First Amendment and all that shit, right? When you put your uniform on, though, totally changes the ball. It totally changes everything. Like, you're totally not okay with it. It's, that's not something you should ever do. Yeah, I, I agree with that, man, because that when you put that on, that opens you up for my opinion, man. And but, <laughs> yeah, you're saying, you're saying, this is who I am. This is the organization that I, I was a part of or am a part of. And now you're basically forcing that organization, institution, and the people who subscribe to it or the people who are also a part of it to like, you know, comment or um, either stand with you or against you. That's super divisive and it's just totally fucking wrong. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, some, some Lance criminal who probably isn't even in the fucking active, active duty ranks or even the reservist, you know, I don't even know if he's a reservist or not, but like the kid's probably not even fucking like on board anymore. And this dude's like out there. I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, I, Definitely not okay with. I was like pretty. I was so mad about that. I actually, it actually, I shut down over it. Like, I actually didn't have anything. I was so furious, you know. Because like, obviously, so like in my office, I'm like one of the, I'm like one of the few Marines around. In my office, I'm the only Marine. So like, guys were sending me that shit. Like, Ugh. oh, and you were just falling for it too, huh? Just getting no, all pissed. Dude, no, dude, I just shut down over it because I was like, this is fucking disgusting, and like, I didn't even really know where I was at on all of this yet, you know, like. Like, how do you even, how, you know, how, how could I even say to people who are outraged, like, yeah, I care about black people, but I don't give a fuck about your political movement because it's garbage, you know? Like, how do you vocalize that when people are angry? It's hard yeah. to say that. When people are angry, you're not going to get through to them either way. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not a communist, you know? I'm not a fucking Marxist. Like, I don't support that shit. But, like, black lives matter, you know? Like, I don't, how do you say that to someone? They don't want to hear that shit, you know? So it's like they already, yeah. they already have an answer, and if it's not what they want to hear, it's wrong. I mean, and most of the people that are running around in these BLM protests don't even know what the fuck they're protesting for. You know, they don't have any idea. You know, I think they're paid, man. I think they're paid college students. A lot of them probably are. I've seen it. You've seen uh, plenty of that shit floating around the internet. I mean, I, I doubt anybody paid a fucking Lance Corbel to come out in fucking hundred plus degree heat and it's blues and. Bro, what the fucking f- like for why? What is he even st- like? What? what are you, I don't know what you're. What are you? What positive do you expect out of that? Well, I don't know what what did what significance did his uniform have? Um, you know, like what? Why? Like, I don't. I don't know. Dude, what, like, why <sighs> say I'm a veteran and I'm for Black Lives Matter? It's an attention thing, dude. I, yeah, like, why? What? You know, why buy into like outrage culture and shit? Like, I don't. You know, I don't. Uh, man. This is not a good look, dude. Like, weird. Like, like you said it best, dude. Crow hop headbutt, dude. Like, you were all dude. Like, easy. Just like, ah, like, oh my god, you got to get that neck in. Yeah, it's it's devastating, uh, dude. Oh. You know, there's so fourth LAR is here. Like, that's the big reserve jarhead unit here. Yeah, like, all I can think of is you know he's I. Odds are he's probably a part, is or was a part of that unit. And I know this happened a while ago. It just, it kind of just is on my mind again because this fucking senior airman or whatever the fuck like lit this car. Uh, so that dude did that in Utah? 
the, the, the Marine kid? Yeah, the blues. Yeah, dude. And that's why people were sending it to me. I was so fucking like, and then even, and then you were like, yeah, I remember you and I talked about it a little bit. Like, yeah. Okay. I just didn't, re- I remembered it, but I didn't remember the exact details well, off the top of my head. Totally, totally at the state capitol here in Utah. Fucking douchebag. <laughs> I see. I try to, I just try to erase that stuff out of my head, man. I really do. Cause it, It'll bother me, man. Like it shouldn't bother. Me. Like I try, and that's why I said that last time that I've I've been going outside a little bit lately, yeah. and it, it erases all that crap out of your head, man. Like it, uh, bro, I've been so you know me, dude. You know I get hypersensitive and fired up over all kinds of things, like or at least yeah. I'm used to, right? You know, you know, <laughs> like I'm 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 the type of motherfucker that could get triggered before people were saying triggered. Like you could, yeah. you could wind me up like a little clock and just set me off on my way. You know, you know, people could do that. And like this motherfucker, dude, like, you know, doing this shit, like I wanted to be so angry. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing everything humanly possible in my life to like not grant motherfuckers power over me. Like, like, I just want to be like, you're a fucking scumbag. I hate you for doing that. And that's it. Like, I don't want to, you know, I mean, I'll talk about it on here because it matters, but like, I don't want to run around my house like mad because some fucking kid I don't know, like decided he wanted to be, you know, some fucking glorified kid or whatever on the fucking news and put his little blues on. You know, and I mean, yeah, dude, Ooh, whatever. Look at me. I'm a Lance Corporal. I got a purple heart. Like fucking, you know, I can't breathe. Like, well, okay. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what, is, what are you changing by standing here? You know, I don't know, man. Like, <sighs> dude, I don't know, man. I just wish people would do more and say less, you know, like actions. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words, man. You know, it's like, but they have all this energy. I don't. I don't get it either, man. I. That's why sometimes I. I know the media. They say the media hypes it up, and it's like sometimes it's hard to believe all that stuff, man. That there's I'll this never, many people. They'll never not take advantage of that kind of shit. Like you. You know, Ashley Kutcher is right. Yeah. So like that guy doesn't ever come out and say all the stuff that he's done. He's just quietly ended. Like he's like saved like over six thousand kids and shit from fucking like sex trafficking and stuff like he's this this kid this knucklehead that we all just laugh at and think is fucking hilarious and that's why he's not like in movies and shit anymore from what people say is like he's been quietly like taking down like pedophile rings and shit saving these kids lives and never really speaks up about it just keeps doing whatever he's doing like you know action man you know what i mean like that's an example that more people need to look at and, and learn from i would help him uh, if you ever needed help i would go Dude, our boy Rosales, man, he made the most epic post ever. Like, I'm ready to go do work. Like, I'm fuck, dude. I'm fat as fuck, but I'm like there. I still got skills. Like, I'll fucking. There ain't many pedophiles that could handle me, bro. I'll tell you right now. Like, I'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, they're not getting past you, dude. You can be the breacher, man. I mean, yeah, like one way or the other, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle it, dude. Like, you can be on the snatch team. Fuck yeah. I'm just saying, like, it, you know, action. Dude, you'd be the crow hop head butter, dude. I got a ballistic helmet. You can rock. I love it. Uh, we could put, like, a nu- uh, brass knuckle-like thing on the forehead of it. Yeah. And that's what you would headbutt that's, people that's with. Big ass coming at some <laughs> motherfucker. Like. And just doing a crow <coughs> full gear on, dude, and just delivering it. Yes, I could see that happening. Let's I, go I, tell Aston that we got a team lined up. Rosales got me all fired up, dude. He started like recruiting motherfuckers. I'm like, let's go. Like, you know, we were all getting fired up. I think a little bit. Like, yeah, dude. He just sent me a picture yesterday or two days ago of this. Like, it's a summit above the clouds. Yeah. And he's like, "Where's this at?" He's like, "Let's go climb it." I'm like, "I don't even know where the fuck it's at, dude." And you want to go climb it? 
How high do you have to go to get above the clouds? Like 10,000? That's, that's in, uh, yeah, it depends too. I mean, if there's low cloud cover, I mean. So I don't think it's very difficult, at least in the wintertime, to get above. Well, it's, it's technically immersion, but in Utah, I think if you get 10,000 plus in the winter, you can be up above some cloud cover. I'll send you the picture you sent me. Yeah, I got all fired up over that post, dude. I was like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, action, man. I want to see, I mean, you know, obviously I do a podcast, so a lot of what I do is words, but behind the scenes, I'm running golf tournaments. I'm, I'm trying to support guys like you and do that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, um, but holy shit. That's fucking, that's wild, whatever that is. Do you even know where that is? Yeah. So, dude, when I post this, I'm going to send it out with this picture. That's sick. Holy fuck, dude. So that's, uh, I think, like, just outside of Colorado Springs, man. Okay. It's like a, it's like a mile of elevation, dude. <laughs> so that's yeah. like a mile above the mile in Colorado? Or, yeah. well, Colorado Springs might not be a mile high. Denver is a mile high. Yeah, Denver is. I'm not. I'm not familiar. It's like called like Manitou Park or Manatee Peak or Manitou Springs. Jeez, dude. Yeah, it's like 12 hours and 30 minutes from here. Everybody think about doing it it's to the west of Colorado Springs. Yeah, man. It's it's. I've yeah. I, I sent him the thing. I'm like, at, at first I thought just because it was so high up and the tropicalness, I thought it was in like South Africa or something like that. I thought it was like Anaconda, but it's got snow up there on top of Anaconda, and that's twenty two thousand fucking feet tall. Because you're twenty two, by the way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, at twenty two. What was uh, what was Killy? Killy's seventeen or nineteen or something. It's nineteen. 19. At twenty two, you're going with oxygen, probably, right? Uh, I don't know. That's got to be right around the threshold, I would imagine. That's I don't know, dude. I want to. That's pretty. That's pretty high. Twenty thousand is very high, yeah. I no. So Kelly Kelly's the highest you've done, right? Nineteen? Yeah. That's sick, dude. Those pictures were incredible. <laughs> you're literally like you're at the is that the highest in Africa? Yeah, 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 yeah. But K two. K two is in uh is that in Nepal with Everest? Like, yeah, it's right it? there. Yeah, it's right next door to it. That's sick, man. Dude, I saw a thing today. It said uh I saw like I get all these weird video feeds and shit on Facebook. And uh, I saw this thing. It's like uh, lately all these like creepy or scary <coughs> videos have been popping up. And I guess, oh, like, I guess like fucking there's just so many like Everest is just littered with fucking frozen corpses, right? Like people just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, it's like super dangerous to go try to retrieve these bodies. So like, and I think most people who try to climb Everest, if they die, they sort of would like to be there. Right. So, I mean, it's not, it's not weird in any way, but I guess it's like, a, it's like sort of a thing. Like there's a lot of them, like, so many so this guy, even like landmarks, bro. Like, oh, when he passed, yeah, passed his body, like continue up the trail, you know, like. So the guy that took us up Kilimanjaro, he just came off of Everest. That's insane. And he see, he saw a dead person. And yeah, they leave him there. Well, see, he said they have recovery companies now that are starting to do that. Oh really? Like go get them? It's like really, really expensive, but yeah, to go get bodies. Well, I mean, I wonder, I'm sure there's families that would like to have their bodies back. I mean, I, I would imagine like if you ask the people or some shit like. But see, he said it's, it's mostly, and I know it's going to sound bad, but he's like, dude, it's, it's the Chinese people that think they can just go climb Everest. They're the ones that die. They don't acclimate. Oh, they really? don't prepare for it. They just go up there because they're just right there. Yeah. He says it's so busy, dude. Like there's so many people there. So there's the traffic, even like all the way up, man, that it's, 
he turned me off of that. Not that I ever thought I could ever do Everest or <coughs> if you pay enough money, you'll get up to the top, I guess. But yeah, even if you watch that, uh, the movie Everest, like the famous climber that took those guys up and, um, he passed away on the mountain that like they recently found him. Um, and they, I guess they chose to leave him there, but yeah, they said, uh, I mean, people were getting frostbite and shit on Everest, like doing the routine sort of up and down climbs to acclimate. And like, it was a traffic jam, bro. Like, you know, they, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's a little wild. Like it's crazy that the fucking tallest peak in the world has become like a fucking tourist destination. But I think there, if, if I understand correctly though, there are two routes, uh, on one on either side and you're right. Yeah. I, yeah. I know there's a few routes of them. Yeah. It's wild. Dude. But yeah, I, Dude, he told me he was an hour from the top of the world, man. They couldn't go. They didn't have a window. Yeah, but well, I mean, it's got its own weather system. Like, you either get it or you don't. Yeah. That's and up to that point, yeah, there'd only been like four or five days that you could have, have summited up there. Well. So, yeah, man, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I Again, I don't know, dude. I, maybe if I'm in better shape, I would start thinking about these higher ones. But, man, I... I'm telling you, dude, altitude fucks me up, dude. Like, I just did Mount, Mount Massive. It's the second highest in Colorado. It's 14421. Yeah. Dude, when I got to like 13th, oh, so we took the fastest route up. So, I mean, I'm not trying to insult your intelligence. Now you live at altitude. But so those people out there, they're flatlanders like me from South Texas, where it's flat as shit, like everywhere. The faster you gain elevation, the the more it fucks you up. You know, the more hit, uh, you, you need time. Like you got to have, time. you need time. And so that's why when you climb all these mountains, it takes so long to get to the top because your, your body has to acclimate. Like we're in Kilimanjaro every day. They put a blood oxygen thing on your finger, you know, to make sure your body's acclimating. And if it doesn't do that, will let you go, man. Like you get to stay, you have to stay at that camp to acclimate. But dude, going up that one, man, oh, like dude, I was driving hard, man. I told my buddy Jason that was climbing with me. You came too fast. But, yeah, yeah. That, that's the hardest I've ever had. I had altitude sickness on Killy, but it was worse on that. <coughs> altitude affects people differently too, though. Like it definitely, it, like it affects people in different ways for sure. But even, dude, even uh, so, my house, my front door is at forty-seven hundred feet. So, like, I live at forty-seven hundred feet. For most people, that's like, if, put it in a marine perspective. That's like, that's your altitude PFT. So that's like twenty, like twenty-nine. I think twenty-nine palms is like a hundred feet short of an altitude PFT. But like I went to Vegas, Vegas, you dropped down like 2000 feet. So I spent a week, 2000 feet lower. And even just that one week when I came back to my house, like you can feel the, a little different, like, you know, like those, those feet, I know it's not, <laughs> it's not a mountain, but when you're walking around, like doing daily tasks, like it's something you have to get comfortable. Like you gotta get used to it. Uh, so again, I was just in Angel Fire, New Mexico. It's like 8,500 feet above elevation. Yeah. Right here in Leander where I live, it's probably a hundred feet, honestly, right. above elevation if that. Bro, walking up the stairs, I was I had to sit down, man. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying I'm out of shape, but I'm out of shape. And the elevation, yeah, it was like set me down, dude. You can go into elevation in shape; it's still gonna fuck with you. It's it has it's it's. I mean, obviously, the better shape you are, the better you'll tolerate it. But that's your that's your blood oxygen levels. Like, there's nothing you can do, you know, unless you're like what is, what did old boy do? Fucking uh, what's his name? The bicyclist he used to he used to blood dope. That's what blood doping is. Like. Diamox, yeah. Yeah, he would put like highly oxygenated blood back into his body. But yeah, I mean, even when we go to Park City, so like my kids would play uh, lacrosse sometimes up at Park City, and like you, that's 2,000 more feet um, that you gain pretty rapidly, um, you know, especially driving in a car or whatever, you're just there. And then, then they go play lacrosse. So 
they practice at, you know, 4,000 feet and then, you know, they go gain another 2,000 and play. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, you can see it on their faces. Like, they're, they get wore out. <laughs> yeah. same, with, uh, same with sports. Like, when people come, you know, Denver is notorious for that. So, like, in football, like, other teams, like, they have a hard time with yeah. it. And um, when we watch basketball games or anything like that, like, the U is uh, – it sits up on top of a hill. So, you're already in elevation. And it's like it's, it gets that extra couple hundred feet, like, in a hill. So, like, basketball teams get smoked when they come here to Utah, dude. Like, because they, you know – um, even the NBA, like the jazz and shit, like, yeah, it's just harder. It's, it's just harder. Yeah. I believe it, man. I mean, like I said, there's people before that have been like, you know, walking up a mountain seems pretty easy. I'm just like, dude, it ain't the walking part that's hard, man. It's the breathing part that. Well, especially if you're taking the, why'd you guys take such a fast route just because, or. Oh yeah. Dude, the other route was like 15, 20 miles, man. This one was like eight. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, down, that's down there back. Difference. That's a massive difference. Like, Yeah, big difference. Wow. Like one of them is like you would take almost two days to do. Oh, okay. And then the yeah, shorter well, route. 20 miles, like that's no joke, dude. Like you're, you're fucking stepping it out to get 20. Mm-hmm. 10 miles up, 10 miles back. So, yeah, we did, we did like eight. <clears throat> it's like four miles up. That's impressive. <sighs> It sucks, man. I mean, it's so you're gaining you're gaining elevation fast at that pace, huh, bro? There's why yeah, it's so just, long is it like switchbacks and shit, or like yeah, it's just back. big switchbacks, bro. It's, but it's all. I mean, the switchbacks though are it's elevated, man. It's so yeah, they're like stretched out Z's because they can't. There's no flat to it. It's because most switchbacks you'll you'll gain right, and then you'll walk semi flat back, and yeah. then it'll be hard up again, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. They were all like stretched out, dude. Like, so my wife. Hard, did, my wife did Fuji when she was a kid, and I guess Fuji's a lot like that. Um, there's certain. I wish I would have done that. Yeah, I never did Fuji. Levels or stations you can do, and uh, and I think there's there's switchbacks. She said you have to start Fuji like in the morning, like when it's dark, and then um, you can get it. I think you can get up and down in a day, but Fuji's pretty intense, man. It's a pretty place. It's it's definitely. Um, I could see why the Japanese love it so much. It's a very beautiful place. I've been up to, uh, we rode a bus up to like, um, station five. It was in December, so you couldn't go any higher. Um, but it was just cool being up there. It's yeah. Pretty, pretty wild one. Cause it's different there. It's like city, city everywhere. Obviously you've been in Japan, you know how city it is. And then there's just this massive, gorgeous mountain, like in the middle. Of it. It's, it's awkward. It's, it's weird, but very pretty. Um, very special place in my opinion. It's on mainland. It is, yeah. It's uh, it's just outside Tokyo. Okay. There's some yeah, cool stories, I, man. There's like pilots that have done some wild shit to like fly up um, into altitude that helicopters don't like, and like um, they put some like weather instruments up there, and it like it it like helped um, like with type like type all the crazy weather patterns that come through Japan. Like you know, I don't. It's crazy. Like the pilot is like a national <laughs> hero and shit. Like pretty wild. <laughs> yeah definitely cool stories like <clears throat> nice yeah i don't know it's a pretty place man if we ever go back i'd like to do it i think august is its month actually like every mountain i think tends to have a month or two i think where people tend to try to attack it and i, I want to say august is the best time to do fuji if okay. i think that's what my wife said so we're thinking about you know they, we wanted to go to the olympics this year but they delayed it obviously um, we're thinking about going next year 
to the 2021 Olympics. It's in Tokyo. So, oh, so they that's what they did. They canceled it 2020 and made it in 2021. Yeah, bro, they're kicking like everything back, man. I don't know what that means for. I don't know if that means like you know because it's every other. So, um, 2022 should have been the winter. I don't know if they'll um, allow that to be the winter, and then you know 2024 will still be the next summer. I don't know how they'll deal with that, but. Like, <sighs> Dude, all the major sporting events that um, are sort of like bi- biannual or whatever, like so the Ryder Cup's big in golf, they kicked it a year, you know. So and I and I think they'll maintain it now because that's based on points and shit. So like, players have to have a certain allotted amount of time. So like, nine eleven, uh, it got kicked into an even year. Yeah. And now um, it'll be back on an odd year, right? So it's like, uh, yeah. So it's wild. I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see like how some of this shit pans out. My bully just came in here. Where is she? There she is. My puppy. Yeah. I don't know, man. <clears throat> What's, what mountains like in your sights, man? Is there some, some other special place you want to do or what? I mean, obviously, like Everest is insane. It's super expensive too, but no. is there some other place you want to go? Yeah, Mount Whitney, man, in California. Where's that at? It's in the Sierra Nevadas. We'd have to fly into Vegas. It's on the it's in the inland side of California. It's like uh, Central California, but it's where all the, the mountains are. Yeah, the Sierra Nevada. So it's it's be the the closest airport would be to fly to Vegas. Sounds huh. like a rough time. I was just in Vegas. It's not it's not half bad. So yeah, we talked about that. Do you remember Fidencio Reyna? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, he just they did it a couple months ago. So that motherfucker can do it. We can do it, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But so they did like an eight day thing, which I don't know if you'd be interested in doing that. I'm not saying I'm opposed to that. I don't hate that idea, but I also don't hate the idea of just driving there early as fuck in the morning, yeah. summoning that day and then coming there back down. You're also then, experienced. So, I mean, I think, it, I think your crowd matters. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, so I was telling your boy from, um, I was telling Cody, like, like I've been into like Yosemite and shit, dude. And I've seen like all these super popular things. And like when I went there, I had no idea what I was looking at. I'm like, Oh cool. It's like a rock face. Sweet. Had no idea. It's like one of the most legendary things like people have climbed, you know, no fucking clue. Like, um, yeah, yeah I didn't appreciate any of this kind of shit. Like, I don't know, man. I know what is it? The, there's like seven big mountains that I think if you, there's like elite climbers that try to do all seven. Everest is one. Achilles one. K2. Seven, seven summits of the world. K2 is not. It's not. It's not one of them. It's the it's the highest in each each continent. Oh, okay. So like Australia is only like it's a very small one. Antarctica has one. U.S. is Denali. Uh, Africa is Kili. Denali's up in Alaska, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, I think I've seen pictures of it. I know it's really pretty, but no, I. I that's a hard one, man. So that one, it's, it's not really to get a get to, right? It's probably just impo- like super difficult. So you got to fly. So you got to do like a little, yeah, it's just the logistics of it. So there's some, there's a female veteran group, I think that tried to do it, but the weather, they got weathered out. Um, last year they did try to do it. Yeah, man. Like you got to start somewhere. Like you fly into like a big city and they get bust somewhere. And then you got to take like a plane with all your shit to like, to get started, man. Like they drop you off somewhere. Like the logistics of that. Talking like bush planes and shit, right? Like yeah, man. Like the little yeah, those. I just 
That's again, a, man, I, I trust myself, dude, but it's like, I, well, I don't really need to do that, I don't think. Like, I don't need to. <laughs> I'm just curious. What your mind yeah, like, because you're, like, you're an angler, bro. Like, we always used to talk about hunting and fishing. Like, I, I, I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker's climbing mountains. Like, that was a, that was a, a big change, I feel like, for you. Yeah, well, dude, I'm telling you, I'm getting back into the, the hunting and fishing thing because that's. Uh, so the mountain thing, man, it's just, again, it's, I don't know, dude, it's. It's just like the summits. Like I'm not saying I don't enjoy going on a hike, man. I'm not gonna lie, but I would rather go fishing than go like you know walk five miles on a flat surface, whatever. But like you're waking up early, dude, and you can't see where you're walking around, and it's cold, and you just have that feeling like you're not hungry at all because when you're at altitude, you don't eat, man. Like you're yeah. just, you know, I'm already nauseous, so you don't. That feeling, man, I don't know. And it's just like, ugh. you know, you, you know, you're going to do it, but you already have your doubts from the get go, right? It's like, you're thinking in your head, what's all going wrong? What does Rogan say? Like, conquer your inner bitch. I feel like that's what you guys are doing every dude, time. Dude, you got to smack it around, dude. I feel like you're grabbing it by the throat and just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Bro, you do things that, and again, I'm not, it, it's so easy to just turn around, though. Like, but for me, it's harder for me. Again, I've only turned around, well, I say three three times, mm. and all three have been because of weather. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you do about weather. I mean, but again, it's still like a stab at you, man. It's like the mountain. It's like the the mountain one, dude. Like, so me and Mark, we've tried. And I've been with that dude all three fucking times. <laughs> I've been turned around. So, uh, yeah, man, we we think it's a curse. So, like. Before our whole Kilimanjaro team last year went to climb Wheeler Peak in New Mexico, I keep telling you about. Yes. Me and Mark wanted to go climb it first, dude, to see what the trail conditions are like. Like this was like our first like big mountain dude we were ever gonna take on. Like we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying it's easy, but I mean it's easy now. But like back then, I'm not saying we didn't know what we were doing and we know how to survive. And it's not like it's crazy. But so yeah, we go out there like four days early before everybody else, dude. It was just treacherous conditions, man. I didn't have snowshoes. Like I should have had snowshoes. It was, I told you it was, that's my line where stupid is. Yeah. It, that's right there, man. That, that is for stupid for us to do it. But we didn't get turned around per se because we got to a point bureau to where it was shorter to keep going than it was to turn around. That's where it sucks. Yeah. So like where Wheeler is, there's Mount Walter, which is before it. And there's like a saddle, you know, a, yeah. So to get down, you go down that saddle into this big ass valley. I don't know if I've ever showed you that picture of me sliding on my ass. Uh, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, in the snow. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, that was the that was like four days later. That's how beautiful the weather was. Like four days later, but four days before that, bro, I it was whiteout conditions, like miserable, bro. Scared. Fuck that. Cold as fuck. Camelback was froze. Like. 60 mile an hour wind and I'm not exaggerating man like the fucking rams were coming down looking at us like <laughs> what are you what are you assholes doing so I got to turn around on Wheeler that time and it was just me and Mark man and then me and Mark tried to climb Elbert me Mark and Cody tried to climb Elbert twice dude and got turned around because of weather and then, weather's just not well, dude weather's just not something you can fuck with bro like mother nature's a bitch dude her stripper name's karma like if you got any bad juju when you're walking head on in water or into weather dude like it's gonna fuck you right in your mouth 
You know, like you're gonna her stripper name's Karma. I like that. It's gonna fuck you, dude. That's a little thirteenth or yeah, thirteen hours, man. I love that one. That's one of my favorite sayings. But weather's not something you can fuck with, bro. Like, you know, especially on a yes. dude, sixty mile an hour winds on a mountain. Like, and you can't see <sighs> fuck that. You get blown right off that motherfucker, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, I was walking on a ridge line, bro, thinking this is it, dude. Like, I didn't know where to go. Because Mark was like way in front of me, man. And obviously, he, it was just like every man for himself. Me and him always say it's big boy rules. Like, dude, he seems like he's out in the shit all the time, though. Like, it's, it seems like he spends yeah, more dude. time out doing stuff like that than he does at, at whatever home he keeps, you know? You know, obviously, like people's, uh, people's, you know, social media and shit's like a highlight reel, man. But that dude is always in the woods with his kids, like, you know, doing, doing shit. So I don't know, man. It's it's awesome. I like. It. He's a good follow, Mark Sanderson, man. He he's a an episode we did a while ago. Follow that fucker on Instagram, dude. It's fun to see. Yeah, I just was talking to him, man. Today he asked how everything's going. He said, "Uh, he's been out in Missoula, Montana. I stuck right now. He uh, yeah, man. He's been out in Montana, out in the forest, out there. One point three million acres of untouched wilderness, dude. Jesus, it's like there's all these hot." hot springs and stuff yeah, my guy lives up in montana man my boy uh justin he was he just did the elk steak episode with me he came down for the tournament he's a big yeah. i told you i want to hook you up with him because i want to get you up in idaho and do so do a hunt up there it's it'll be a lot it'll be um way more reasonable finance financial wise um than some places because the tags like out-of-state tags and stuff are super cheap to get so yeah in idaho i get like i told you i get five of the I get five big game tags in Idaho too. So, dude, my daughter Chloe started archery recently. I saw that. So I took her. I took her Friday after we got back from Vegas, and the the coach was like, "Yeah, the shop will be closed, um, but I'm gonna take you in the back or whatever. So just text me when you're here. I'll come and get you." We go walking in there, and I'm like, "Uh, why is the shop closed? Like, don't they gotta make money?" She's like, "Oh, it's opening day." <laughs> like, like every one of those motherfuckers that work there, we're like, "Yeah, we're no, we're shutting. The, they shut the shop down." They literally nice. shut their business down because it's opening day. They're all out there trying to get their elk. Of course. Like uh, archery obviously is a, I think it's usually a front and end. It's like you go archery for a bit and then they go, they, I think maybe go rifle and probably muzzle loader and then archery if it's any. It's muzzle loader than rifle then. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they got to get their time in, man. Cause like once the fucking dudes with the rifles and shit go, I think it just gets harder to hunt. Well, they get, yeah, they get, they know the rifles are, I mean, they know, man, they already know. They, they, know they yeah. They're not stupid. They smell all the new activity. And I thought it was interesting that they shut an entire business down for probably one of their bigger days, you know, or or actually probably through that whole weekend, you know, because obviously like they got to get out there to get up in the, into wherever they're. I mean, it's not like you know elk are hard to get. Like these guys are up there, you know, out in some country, man. It's not like you're you yeah. Know, you're not just like walking into your fucking pappy's back five acre woods, like trying to trying to grab an elk, man. Like you got to go get these motherfuckers. But. <sighs> So even the, even the meal deer and shit around here, like they don't hang low, you know, like most of them are up pretty, I think in the winter, they probably come down a little further, but most of them hang out when the season start, they're up a little higher. So you gotta go get them. I just thought it was cool. These are some dedicated motherfuckers. Dude. This is like one of the, one of the best archery shops in the state. And these dudes shut the motherfucker down to go hunt. Yeah. That's insane, man. I mean, I believe it. Like that's just how hunting is. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a way. It's kind of a way of life for a lot of people, you know. Um, I don't know. I see. Right. I definitely see what it does, like for for folks, bro. So, yeah, I'm. A, I'm huh? Yeah, I definitely want to get. I definitely want to 
hopefully I get into that, man. I mean, eventually that's, that'd be something I'd like to take somebody on like a, and that'd be cool to, to be able to go out there with, to take a participant out there and just me like go out there and them. And I mean, you know, it's a team effort, dude. It ain't like just a one person thing to go kill an elk. From what it sounds like, it takes quite a few. People. Oh dude. I mean, you got to set up a camp dude. And it's, I, dude, I, that's my dream, dude. And that's, that's what I envision doing, man. It's, it's that's to me, climbing Kilimanjaro. That's equivalent to, to doing that, man, to go out there and stalk an elk, to bugle it, especially if it's like a, a bow kill. I mean, a rifle kill would be just as special. I'm not like a uh, bow kill from what everyone has said. <laughs> yeah. like, you're, I mean, you're so much closer, obviously, with the bow kill. That's what I'm saying, man. Would be that would be intense, man. And, and that, get that done. Like I said, that's it's. I'm gonna make it happen, bro. Like that's it's just gonna take a little bit, but eventually, yeah, I would love. I would love to be able to do that, man. That would be something amazing that I could get. Yeah, somebody to do. I want to take an elk so bad. I just, I mean, I want to. You're the first person that exposed me to elk meat, and I just, I think it's so good. It just tastes so it's, good. It really is so good, man. And my boy, Justin, my boy Justin was, I mean, insanely thankful. He left a ton of elk stick with us, dude. It was, it was awesome. My boss had given me some elk too. I mean, um, but yeah, I see Joe Rogan and Cameron Haynes and some of these guys fucking hunting these elk, dude. And, um, that's just like the cleanest meat in North America, dude. Like, I just, I want to do it more to be the provider type in, in a way but i think hunting hunting is definitely cool but yeah man i want to be a freezer filler if i happen to get a, a trophy along the way cool but you know i don't know man yeah i heard it's fucking it's hard-ass work man my boy justin he i mean when you listen to him talk like how passionate he is about it like if you're not even kind of about it like you'll get turned off real quick because he'll be like yeah, yeah. you go up in the altitude it's like it's like fucking, you know, minus, you know, it's like zero degrees, maybe even colder with wind chill and shit. Like you're fucking sitting there waiting, you know, and then, then like, and hunt, like killing it is just the start, bro. Like then you got to butcher it dude, and yeah. hump it. Dude, the out. Like, yes. Yeah. Dude. And then not get eaten by fucking wolves and bears and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Like it's, yeah, that's, I want to experience that, man. I, I, I know when you experience stuff with people, I like, you know, that's why we have a bond, man. When you experience things with people, I feel like that's when you grow and, and you learn from each other like that. And I feel like that would be a good experience, man, to, 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 to like, show somebody they can do stuff, man. Everybody I've talked to too is like, you got to have a team of people in a, in a lot of, I mean, you're getting a couple hundred pounds of meat, you know, from this fucking elk dude, like, and you got to walk that shit out. So like, I mean, dude, most, I would say these elk, I mean, they weigh at least a thousand pounds, bro. I think so. Yeah. And then I'm, those big daddies easy. So dude, those, <laughs> you're going to drop a couple, you know, a few hundred pounds when, when you leave its, its bones and, and its guts and all that stuff, but still. Like, yeah. The fur for sure. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. My buddy Justin said, you're pulling a couple hundred pounds of meat home for sure. Like, I mean, that's a lot, man. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm about it, man. I want to try Like my buddy, my buddy, uh, his last name's Matt, and he he works here with the guard. He went and took an elk, and it's like a thing. If you guys are all out there, and like one or two guys maybe don't put, fill their tag on that trip, but they help you hump the meat out, like you sort of spread the love a little because like you can't like one dude can't move a whole elk on his own, you know? Yeah, just can't do it. So I want to do it, man. I want to get up to Idaho. I got to get in shape. I t- I told Justin like when he was explaining it, like it wasn't a turnoff, but I know like physically I need to be better if I want to go do it, you know. So I gotta I gotta get healthier. We'll do it. We'll go. Otherwise, some 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 other motherfuckers just dragging you along. Like, ain't trying to be like that. Yeah, man. All right, dude. When are you? So when is this? Uh, when are these miles gonna start? You think? 
But you said in September that's going to start. Oh yeah, I think I think I'm gonna, dude. Again, I'm so gun shy about doing a video, man. But you shouldn't be, dude. I look back. I, I still look back at some of your original Instagram videos, bro. I I think what I'm gonna do. So September first, like I said, kicks that off. Um. Hey, maybe next week, man. That way it'll give it a week to circulate. I just feel bad because I just like did this fundraiser for my birthday, but this is a whole different fundraiser though, right? So I shouldn't feel bad. And that's what I'm it's my, all, my, it's a non profit, bro. Like that's, you're what, really, that's what I want people to understand. <laughs> like Robbie Horn is a co founder of Therapeutic Recreation Group. It's a legitimate bona fide non profit. Like in case there was any concern, like, you know, or whatever. I know people, it's, it's hard because you're using social media and a lot of people question things, but like you yeah. minimize yourself a hundred percent. Like, thanks you know, man. And, I, and I'm, I, I mean, I admire that, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I know I'm, I'm starting to see what it's going to take, you know? So, uh, and I know what you've been through, man. Like, yeah, dude. So what I was thinking about doing is, is making a video this week and then putting it out there next week, um, that way it can circulate before September. People can start donating a couple of dollars here or there. And then once, like I said, that week I'll already know by how many on you know, September first, how many miles I'll if it's you know, people only donate fifty bucks, dude, like I'll break that off in a day or two. You yeah. know, like I'm down, dude. And then um I think but if it's when I release this episode, it'll be pretty close to coinciding. So um, this will come out about a week from, from when you and I are recording it. So it'll be pretty It'll cool. be on my birthday. The 26th is my birthday. Yeah. Wednesday is my, next Wednesday is my birthday. Sweet. Well, we're going to drop it that day then. Perfect, man. So yeah, well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think it's a good opportunity, man. And it's a good opportunity to get people outside that are kind of on the fence about it. It makes them do it, dude. Like, yeah. and that's what I'm going to ask you to do is to download some sort of, of, I'm not going to take your word for it. Trust, but verify, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I I'm gonna have people you know download Strava or whatever app you want, to, man, and that way I can log those miles. And I think well, I'm ex- I'm excited now because our weather's breaking, so um, we we have way bigger windows to be out where it's not excruciatingly hot. You know, yeah, like I'm good. all I'm all about suffering, but sometimes it's yeah, you know, no, I get it, dude. I don't I don't actually need to do this, but uh. Yeah, we we got much larger windows now, so I'm I'm down, dude. I want to get a, a lot of road time in either either with my feet or fucking with my bike. Um, Good, and all those miles will count, man. As long as they're not driven. I mean, running, riding. I don't give a shit how you do them, dude. My just got me a bike, man. I need to go. I need to get some time on it. So, and dude, this is perfect. So, give you about a week to to stretch that ass out, man. And yeah. I'll make a video this week and uh yeah, I'll ask you, I'll 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 send it to you first, man, before I publish it. That way you can get your opinion on it. Yeah, either, yeah, and then I'll I'll obviously I'll share it. I share it all on my stuff. I shared your thing out today. Um, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, you know I'm humble, man. I hate I feel like I'm bragging, man. That's what my, my you know, my I mean, partner PJ is like I noticed I felt the same way too. Um you're asking people to care about what you care about, bro. And that's a weird thing, but it's part of you know, doing what we want to do. Yeah. And I know most people that I know, know that man, they, they know how passionate I am about it. Cause that's all I ever talk about is veterans and these people that I'm around. So I know they know how passionate I am about it and I know they see it too. So (coughs) yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get started, man. I mean, I'm at 3997 now. $3,997. That is a hell of a day. How long did you do that for? You set it for a week? So September 2nd is when it stops. It'll run until September 2nd. 
I was going to move it back one day, but I was like, I might as well let it overlap for a day. You know, just let it run the however many days it runs on its own. Yeah. But yeah, uh, then I'll start another one for September 1st. Just keep it running, bro. Keep it running. I mean, some, some veteran, you're going to do a lot of good with that, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, again, this is going to take care of our website, man. And this is definitely going to get that, that trip that we're having in December. It's just going to make it that much better for these guys, a better, a better time, man. I mean, we'll be able to provide, I mean, we're going to provide everything for them. My goal is for them and not to be a hassle. Cause that's, you know, I'm not saying that's one thing I deal with, but I know the hassles of this, man. I get it. When people invite you to go places, it's, and I think especially people with PTSD, man, like we're the worst at it. I mean, this gunny that I was just with, I told you about uh, Gunny Duckwall up in uh, that North Texas Patriot Anglers. It's dude, it's just that that anxiety, man, of having to do I have the right stuff. Like, what's this going to call? Just the unexpected shit, right? Yeah. Like, man, I I I hate that. I hate that feeling. And I, I know sometimes people, no matter what you do, they're going to feel like that. Like, no matter how you cater to them. But yeah, man, I want to take that out. And I I, I know the Warriors keep they do a great job of that too, man. I, I mean they they do a really good job of, of, of not making it an inconvenience to people. I know it sounds crazy to say like, you know, we're taking you on an excursion. Like we're not being, we don't want to be an inconvenience to you, but do you know how it is, man? It's. Well, you're trying to get people there to help them man. and like, you know, people who need to be helped need to be helped in a lot of ways. It's not just, yeah. you know, yeah, I get it, man. I'm going to do the same thing, dude. Like with, um, I want to try to get people with golf apparel, golf gear, like, golf training and educate you know the whole deal and and really get them absorbed in the game you know i want to do yeah. the exact same thing i totally get it but the, you know it's like oh yeah i want to golf but i don't have any of this shit you know it's like you know you're not gonna be like go spend thousands of dollars to get your therapy you know like you yeah come out bro so i get it man. Every, everyone does yeah i mean i look forward to seeing what you're doing dude i'm gonna keep obviously you know i'm gonna be following along but i'm gonna i'm gonna spread your message bro i think what you're doing hey, thanks man yeah i appreciate uh, you man Dude, I hope, uh, I, yeah, hopefully you're, uh, you far surpassed your goal. It's looking like you're doing pretty good. So, um, I'll keep pushing. Yeah. I'll share, I'll share it out again before, before, uh, um, before it ends. And then, um, we'll get you a little, we'll get you a little kick. We'll try to get you a little, a little funds in there. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, dude. And we'll get those miles, man. I thought I'd appreciate the most out of you. Um, as, as you saying that you would do that for me, cause it, that helps, uh, it helps everybody when you do that. Right. Oh yeah, well we'll we'll video it and then we'll put it out on our thing too and keep spreading the word, dude. Sweet man. Okay, bud. Yeah, for sure. All right, bro. Thanks for talking with me. So we'll put this out next week, dude. And hey. <coughs> anytime yeah. we can uh anytime we can link up and coincide with your events, dude. And obviously like I know you'll you'll jump on just about any time, but um let me know, man, so we can we can always uh broadcast your message, bro. I really appreciate you, man. I really do. And I'll, my today's motivation will be uh just keep that slow, steady pace, man. Like things, things have a process. Things, things take time for a reason, man. You know? Yeah. Like don't, don't be afraid to put it, put in that work to, and then they'll get there eventually, man. I promise you times will change. Yeah, dude. And to add to that, like, I love that message. And if anyone, um, if anyone, like I'm a, I love when you say things like that, but I also, I love to read and try and reinforce these things. And so if anybody's looking for a decent book to read, check out Crenshaw's book. He's a Texan. I know you guys, you guys, um, Texans are close, man. His book is, (laughs) I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's called Fortitude and it's about kind of the outrage culture. So it's very, very relevant to like right now. And it just talks about like, um, lessening the outrage culture and like, you know, we forget what it's like to suffer, you know, 
And when you forget a little bit what it's, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like when you forget what the suffering does, like, and suffering can mean a lot to a lot of people. You forget, like, um, you don't earn anything, you know, like you forget, like things just become easy. Yeah. And, you know, and then like, you don't appreciate it, you know? And, and obviously he says it in way better eloquent words. Um, but I gotta be honest, man, I read a lot. I read a lot of books. Like I'm totally a book nerd. And this one, this one was actually pretty, pretty fucking impactful. So, um, yeah, just maybe if uh, anybody wants to reinforce your message, man, that's a great way to do it too. So cool, bro. Let's, uh, so we'll, we'll hook up again, man. I'll, I'll text you up. We're always talking. So, um, but we'll get this one out, man. Thanks for jumping on, dude. And every, I know everybody loves hearing. I always get positive feedback and shit from your episodes, man. I know people love hearing. Good, man. Thanks, yeah, dude. man. I appreciate you. Let me, uh, put my brand out there. Yeah. We'll have a website here soon. I mean, we're, I just started the Facebook group, therapeutic recreation group on Facebook. Dude. I look forward to seeing yeah. it. So, man, I, I love seeing what you're doing, man. You're building. Anybody who builds something from the ground up, man, knows knows what a challenge it is, you know? So just keep Appreciate at it. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro. I'll talk to you. Be good, dude. Okay, man.